Hey guys, it's Derek. We're back on the podcast. And this week, Ash and I are sitting down to announce some incredibly exciting news. This has been in the works for a couple weeks now, but we wanted to make sure everything was official before we shared anything with y'all. We are going to be blasting this all over our various platforms, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, but we wanted to bring it to you here first in a little more of a long form content to really share all the details and the journey surrounding this decision and this uh, recent life event, I guess you could call it. So uh, we're incredibly excited to share the news with you. Please, please, please like tag, share this content with all of your family and friends. That's how we reach more people and change more lives. Follow us or subscribe to us on all of the various platforms. Uh, we are continuing to bring value each and every day. So guys, without further ado, let's get into the exciting news. Let's dive into the podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode number 72. I'm back here with Ash. We are in the booth, so to speak. Right? <laughs> We're ready to go today. Uh, we have a new setup for the podcast, so it feels all official, aside from the fact that we were uh, both acting like two-year-olds right before we hit the record button, because <laughs> sometimes you just got to laugh at yourself. But uh, guys, we're back on the podcast. Ash, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful, uh, because this is a really exciting episode. Yeah, I'm like anxious we've been waiting to release this news and i guess a better way to phrase it would be we've been waiting to reach this point for <laughs> what feels like forever even though yeah. in the grand scheme of things it was relatively quick yeah uh but that's going to be the entire episode today is just one giant update about ballistic usually we do like the hey here's the ballistic updates here's the life updates well, well, this is a ballistic and life update. This is one giant fucking update about life and ballistic all bundled into one. And yeah, my that's, heart rate has to be over like 100 right now. You got your watch on. Where are you at? It's currently 30, so I can't see my heart rate because it's like You mean the hands on the clock are at 30? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your heart rate's not at 30. No. Yeah. She ain't really that fit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, we may as well just hop into this thing. And guys, the news that we've been waiting <gasps> to announce. Drum roll, uh, drum roll. <laughs> I didn't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> is that Ashley and I are both moving full time on ballistic, meaning yes. we are no longer working our full time jobs. We have both put in our two weeks notice. My final day at my full time job is Monday, this upcoming Monday. By the time this gets released, I will already be finished. <laughs> yeah. Ashley's final day will be the Friday after this gets released. She has also put in her notice. And that is it. We are officially one hundred percent remote working on ballistic. How yes. fucking sweet is that? Oh like I yeah. I don't even know what to say. I just can't I, I'm really gonna not cry in this episode. That's my goal. I already thought about it. I think I might shed a tear. Oh, God, maybe. please. If you do, then I'm going to ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're incredibly excited to move into this new role, this new chapter of our life. Uh, so I figured we could just kind of recap the journey, mm -hmm. uh, talk about the wins, the losses, the struggles, the setbacks, the obstacles, everything that's been associated with it for the past year and a half, uh, as well as where we plan to go with it and 
just kind of see where the conversation takes us. We don't have an outline today like we normally do to keep us on track. So I already warned Derek if he asked me any difficult questions. I said something mean to him, but she said, and I quote, <laughs> I will fuck you up. <laughs> I, I wish I could say that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> she may not I curse on here, say that. I but would, she I curses you at me. Sleep. Oh, yeah. She did say that, too. About a minute later, <laughs> she will kill me in my sleep tonight. Uh, so as you can tell, it's uh, there's a lot of pressure for me to keep this on track. Uh, but so, Ash, why don't we uh, why don't we rewind the clock all the way back to the inception of this mm-hmm. um you know before you and i had started dating my idea was i was going to create a business i was going to open a brick and mortar gym that was going to be called ballistic performance that was the game plan and literally when you and i first started dating i had had all of these pieces of content basically created like i had an outline for our fundamentals i had an outline as to what my programming would look like i had a a very shitty logo made up but do you remember me showing you all that stuff yeah and uh at that point you were like okay that's awesome like gold star for you you didn't really want any part of it uh when we first started dating and started talking about like the future yeah i think i did but we didn't know how where i was gonna fit in yeah, but you also, I remember explicitly said to me one day that we could not work together. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Actually, no, you're right. And then eventually it turned into like, oh, well, this would be cool. I think like when we knew we were going to spend life together. I knew that the moment I met you, babe. <laughs> well, well, we all know I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If anyone is just now listening for the first time, Ashley made me wait a little while. But uh, in terms of that idea that kind of that was in the background for a while like i had it in the works i was slowly just kind of adding to that that really that brand that i was building in my mind uh and secretly on like a document folder on my computer and it really was on the back burner for quite a while you and i started dating we were both working full-time jobs i was running an affiliate you were working at the university uh, and it was really just a pipe dream from there. We were like, one day, we'll, maybe we'll get around to this. Mm-hmm. And then slowly you started coming around to the idea of, okay, well, I could do the nutrition side of the business. Because yeah. that wasn't even in the conversation when we first started. Or yeah. when I when I first started. Uh, because I, I knew enough about nutrition, but I wasn't super passionate about it. Uh, then you had your experience with WAG. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that and how that triggered uh, sort of this this idea of, let's create a nutrition side of ballistic and run it that way. Yeah. I think I just saw what nutrition was able to do for me. And we've already talked about like my story in previous episodes, but the way that my body and mind just transformed when I worked with a nutrition coach, I was like, I want to be able to change individuals lives like that. And so that basically was, I don't, I honestly don't even remember us being like, okay, like this is, it just kind of happened. Like we just started talking about bringing in nutrition and I would handle that. You would handle the fitness side. Yeah. I don't really remember the exact conversation either, but somehow that idea was created, I guess, or that idea originated from somewhere. And then when we moved to Florida, 
uh, again, it was kind of just in the backdrop. Like we were, I was running that affiliate down there. You came on board as the director of nutrition of that same affiliate. Uh, and then I don't know what it was, just one too many Gary V podcasts that mm-hmm. pushed me right over the edge to just do the damn thing. Or maybe it was just several conversations with you and I walking the dog in the evenings. Uh, but we eventually just pulled the trigger and started small. We just created an Instagram. Yeah. Right? We created the Blister Performance Instagram. You say we started small. Like, yeah, we created the Instagram, but we were posting three to four five times per day yeah i don't mean the content production was small yeah. i just meant we didn't like launch a website or anything yeah, right yeah, off yeah. the bat it all started with just instagram yeah instagram and then also just grabbing all of our other handles on twitter youtube mm-hmm. um tiktok like i basically just created a handle on every social media platform so we had it mm-hmm. and then we kind of said and i uh i don't know if you and i ever talked about this but i was paying for and securing the domain, trainballistic.com, yeah. our website. I had had that for two or three years before we even started the company. Uh, and so it was basically just securing all of that, making sure we had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like you said, from there, uh, you know, as Gary V says, content is king. And so we just went on the rampage, mm-hmm. just posting three to five times a day, uh, keeping our page as consistent and polished as possible, uh, creating content all day, every day, even when we should have been working on some other stuff. And it was really just getting information out there, getting free, valuable information to anyone who would want to follow us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from there, you know, eventually it just became, all right, let's start to, to get some people in the door. Let's start in, in the door, so to speak. Let's start to get some paying clients or some paying customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fortunately, we had enough of a base just with folks we knew in Florida by working with them at the gym, as well as all the other affiliates that I had coached at. Yeah, well, no one from Florida switched over until we left Well, until we left, right. But we had a base of people from Florida, Pennsylvania, New York. Yeah, just people we worked with in person. Yeah, everybody we had coached in person. And so there it literally just became, okay, let's get the first person on board. We did that. Then let's get the second. And we just took it one person at a time. And it was really all organic, word of mouth. Yeah. Um, we didn't do... I mean, we promoted some ads, but we didn't run like true Facebook ads. And I don't uh, think we converted anyone. Yeah. And we Yeah. I think our conversion was literally zero. And we just kept pumping out content and trying to, on the back end, create processes and programs that would attract the right kind of people and creating content that, and copy that would attract the right people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I guess to fast forward, we got to the point where we just no longer had a passion for doing anything other than ballistic when we were in Florida. It got to a point where we were in a really good position there, but uh, we weren't happy because we weren't doing what we were really passionate about and what we wanted to pour all of ourselves into. And so we made the decision to leave. Yeah. And I think a big part of that too, like you said, we were in a good position with Florida or in Florida, but we felt like we almost had to hide ballistic because we were we were doing fitness and nutrition in a facility. So it's like, it was too close it was like a conflict together. Of interest. It was, it was, but it wasn't Yeah. Um, for us to actually be able to grow and like sell. Then it would have been a conflict of interest. Like we couldn't talk about ballistic with anyone mm-hmm. that we were talking about fitness and nutrition with on a daily basis. Yeah. So it just felt super. Yeah. It was just an odd situation. Uh, yeah. And, 
so we made the decision to get ourselves out of that situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, God lined us up with an opportunity here in Michigan through a, a close friend of ours. So we pursued that with you taking that job. And then from there, obviously COVID happened and, and all of these things uh, throughout the next few months. But for us, that initial COVID scenario where everything locked down and people didn't really understand what COVID was yet and, and people were scared and staying in their homes, we, you know, as, as tragic as I was for a lot of folks, we were actually able to take advantage of that in some ways because everyone's attention turned to social media, turned mm-hmm. to remote programming and virtual training. And we had been on the map at that point just long enough to have created a base of content to then build on. And I think right when we moved to Michigan, we didn't have, I mean, we don't have a lot of followers now, but we didn't have barely any followers. I think we had a couple hundred. Yeah. And then through the initial months of COVID, we jumped like nearly 600, 800 followers. uh, And that gave us some motivation of like, okay, people are enjoying the content we're putting out. Let's keep producing it. And from there, we just continued to communicate with people, reach out to people. Uh, But again, primarily, it was mostly word of mouth and just like referral and very sporadic free consults and and things like that. It was kind of just we were going wherever the wind took us in terms of clients, but we were staying on track with the content. Yeah, we weren't. We were not doing any sales. Yeah, we like had in retrospect zero, zero sales process, zero sales process for the yeah. first like year of the business, maybe longer. I'd say a year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> and we're at the year and a half mark. Yeah, we've literally <laughs> had a sales process for like three or four months. Yeah, uh, but that's how that's what we that's all we knew. We were learning as we went. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, we were in Florida. We got like that. We hired Boris. We got the yeah. We website. worked with Boris at Metcon Creative, so we had a very professional, polished-looking website. Um, he was fantastic through that whole process, um, and really helped us create the brand. Yeah, and when we first started Ballistic in September of 2019, like where, when did we originally say like, okay, we're going full time <laughs> with this? We were so naive. We. So we launched all those handles in September, October of 2019. And we literally thought we were going to be full-time on Ballistic within six months. Yeah. Like April, I think. Yeah. I forget what we even said. Oh, I think it was April because we thought, oh, let's get home a few months before Before the the wedding. Or the wedding. Yeah. Like, let's get home by June. And then that way, by the time we get married in August, we'll be like self-sustaining. Oh and my gosh, that's just so that funny. makes me sick. Because we are just so naive. We had no idea. We didn't yeah. know anything we d- about the business, about sales. Uh, there was so much to learn. And anyway, that is not the timetable, not even close. As everybody's listening, we just <laughs> now were able to make that jump. And I, so, literally a year later. Yeah, that's a huge lesson. Like, just And I tell that to everybody who's considering starting their own business, uh, especially in the world of fitness and nutrition and doing it online and remote is it's going to, the process is so much longer than you anticipate. And so much harder. So much harder. I mean, before we get into, you know, where we're at now, I think that's something important to touch on is it was, it was so incredibly stressful emotionally, not even like mentally from like a standpoint of, Hey, I have to do X, Y, and Z every single day. We had that under... Like we're hard workers. Yeah. Like we, we don't have a problem working 60 hours a week. We've no. done it. That's you kind of choose that path when you're thinking like strength and conditioning, fitness, like yeah. strength, strength and conditioning, fitness, nutrition. They're all notorious for being a lot of work yeah. and not a lot of pay. So like so 
we knew that. We knew that. But we didn't really anticipate everything that was going to be associated with the process emotionally, just in terms of not only the strain on our relationship of building this business together and separating the two of business and our personal relationship. Yeah, there's like no separation. And our training relationship. <laughs> like it was very, very difficult to to handle all that and to communicate all of that. But I think we've done a pretty good job. I mean, I don't know too many other couples that run their business that we've talked to. There's plenty out there. Yeah. But uh, it's definitely a task and a challenge. And there's been plenty of like World War Three moments, uh, <laughs> whether we're training together or working on a particular part of the business or me just being an ass because I'm not patient enough sometimes. And so that was really tough. But then I think even tougher than that was realizing, and we've written blog posts about this and other posts, but realizing not everyone who you consider to be your close friend or even family members are really in your corner, mm-hmm. right? They're in your circle, meaning they're in your group of friends. They... They keep in touch, but like they don't, they don't actually have your back, mm-hmm. you know. And that's something that was a real wake up call for us, uh, because not everyone was supporting us the whole way through. Uh, yeah. Even to this day, there's some folks that oh yeah don't support us the way that we would have it anticipated. Yeah, and I think it comes down to it's hard because when you have a quote unquote normal job, like let's just say nine to five, your life and business life are separated they're not really intertwined and when you own your own business it is your life like it becomes your life i think gary is the one that always says it's your baby yeah like it really is and so that was the most eye-opening thing for me was how lonely i felt when we just through this entire process right like that loneliness was due to the fact that we didn't have the support we thought we had from yeah not from there there were plenty of people who supported us but there were individuals that we thought were going to be right there in our corner kind of pushing our ass forward of like keep going you've got it you guys are going to succeed and that wasn't there sometimes no and i like i'm grateful to it for it to this day i really am like now i know i'm like okay I have two friends that I am going to stay in touch with the rest of my life. They are going to be there for me no matter what. And it stinks that like starting a business kind of caused that to happen. But I like I think no matter what, it would have happened eventually. So it's I don't know. Yeah. And it's one of those things, too, where it's hard. Because, yes, as you get older and you start to move in different directions, like everybody develops their own life and they've got their own shit going on. But at the same time, like some of the folks who I consider to be my best friends through this entire process haven't always been there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe they're still not there. And it's one of those things where you think, wow, like those people were my people. Like those were the guys and the or the gals who supported me through my entire like childhood through college they were my best friends right and then you get to a point where you really need some support because you're now building something that is going to sustain your lifestyle and provide financial stability and really just be the foundation of your your life moving forward aside from faith and these other things and family uh but it's going to be what keeps food on the table mm-hmm. and then that support was gone mm-hmm. um so that's been something that's been really really tough so anyone listening out there if you have a friend, family member, uh, I don't even care if it's like an acquaintance and you have a relationship with them and they are pursuing something like this, pers- any entrepreneurial venture, like 
they need support. You yeah, need just you, a simple text being like, hey, how are you? How is your business? Yeah. Like As, that small text. I can't even explain to you how I was like, wow, like they care. Like they yeah. truly and it can be a two minute conversation. Yeah. And maybe I mean, maybe part of it is the fact that, you know, we don't post our struggles, obviously, on Instagram and we put out really polished content. So maybe it's just this facade of, oh, they're killing it. Look at their, mm -hmm. look how good their material looks. But at the same time, like have that relationship, like reach out and just check in because they're likely going through something that is definitely difficult, whether it's, you know, mentally, emotionally, even physically. And they need some support to put, keep pushing themselves forward because there are times where it is super stressful and it doesn't feel like it's worth it moving forward. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just an overwhelming journey. Even now, you know, we just went full time, but there's still so much more to learn and so far to grow and to go on this, on this adventure that we still need that support. You know? Yeah. And so that's something that, again, if you're listening, reach out to those people, make sure that they're okay. Share their content, right? Like tag your friends, family, coworkers, share their, their posts on your story, you know, send it via messenger, whatever it is, but help them spread the word organically because that's how they can reach more people and and put some fuel in the business or some oxygen in the business in terms of, of cash, right? In mm -hmm. terms of actual revenue coming in. And so that's something that, um, you know, looking back, that was just really that. And even now it's still really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't know when it won't be hard. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe never. Uh, but anyway, so where were we at? We were talking about Florida and we left Florida and then we got to the, to Michigan. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we were talking about how we gained some traction there during COVID. Well, I think through the, that whole time we can kind of fast forward through that. Cause it really was what we said. There wasn't really a sales process. We were just putting out content, promoting some of it, running some really basic ads to hopefully get the name out there more and more. Uh, and really just depending on referrals and word of mouth to get more clients. So it was very sporadic. Uh, and for a while there, you were only working on ballistic. Yeah, and for a short stint. But again, it was more just content. Yeah, it like, really wasn't like we're finding anything. Yeah. Um, and so then we both settled into... Well, you had been with Exos this whole time. Yeah. Um, so you were settled in working from home, which enabled you to do some stuff like that you wouldn't have been able to do if you were in the office every single day. Mm -hmm. And I settled into a new position with Power, doing sales for, for home remodeling, of all things. And we kind of settled into a rhythm there for a little bit. Mm -hmm. We, I was working full time, you were working full time and we just did ballistic when we could, when our schedule allowed it and continued to devote extra, all of our extra time to it. And then it really wasn't until, um, you know what? The first of the, no, yeah, January. first of the year. Yeah. But it really wasn't until January that we said, okay, we need to invest in the business. Meaning mm -hmm. like we had been stockpiling, all the revenue that was coming in because our overhead is extremely low, which again, for anyone listening, if you're starting a business, that's the best case scenario is your overhead yeah. is extremely low. Yeah. We were saving a lot of money. Yeah. So we saved a lot of money and we were able to then invest in some business coaching in the terms of like a business course. And that really was the catalyst to us making this decision in the last two weeks to go full time with the company. Mm -hmm. Because what this did is we essentially quadrupled yeah. our revenue. Yeah. Maybe not, maybe three and a half times. Yeah. But th we 3 x our revenue 
in within two months. Yeah. And it put us in a position to where it was, we were achieving our second quarter goals in the first quarter mm -hmm. uh, in terms of revenue. And it really allowed us to open our minds to like, you know, I was miserable working for power. Like I hated running those appointments. Well, and the other, th yeah, go on. Okay. And I was just going to say that made us realize like, holy shit, you were dominating all of the month of February, March, making a, like generating substantial amounts of revenue. And we kind of had the conversation of, holy shit, if you can do that, like, and I'm able to invest just as much time and energy without having to run these appointments that I'm miserable at, we can really put ourselves in a position to number one, be happy because mm -hmm. we were not. And number two, to achieve our goal of doing this full time and having the freedom and mobility of working remotely. Yeah. And we uh, originally, probably for January and February, it was only me planning. Like I was probably going to go ballistic full time in the next probably four to six months. Right. And my plan was to continue working for power because we thought, Until at okay, least we have after to do our that. wedding. Right. Because we needed the finances. Yeah. We could have made it work, but it would have been really it tight. Been tight. Yeah. And then one day, I got, like, I think it was just, you could tell how unhappy you were. Like, I've never. You're, you're, we've talked about this on previous podcasts. You're so good at like, if you have to do something, you just do it and you make the best of it. You have a good attitude. Me, not so much, <laughs> but like, even at that point, you were miserable and it makes sense. We, like we get up at four 30 and you had to run appointments until midnight to 1am. Like, yeah, well, I wasn't waking up and joy in all fairness. I wasn't getting up at 4 a.m. when I was getting home at midnight. Yeah. OK. But yeah, then yeah. that fucked with my normal life schedule because yeah. I couldn't train in the morning. It, yeah. It just was not you did not enjoy it. And so I remember we like started doing these business meetings, which we should do a podcast about that, even though we haven't been doing that great. Anyways, uh, we started doing these business meetings and I was like, I don't even honestly, I don't even remember. I was just like. Derek, what what if what if you went full time? Oh, it was after listening to Ariel's podcast. Is it Ariel or Ari Ariel? I'm not sure. I'll have to listen. If she listens to this, we apologize. <laughs> I'm I'm literally bringing this up just off the hip. Like yeah. I, I'm just now thinking of this. But, but yes, you're right. After listening to her podcast, she said something like, "What is the worst case scenario?" By the way, that's Ariel or Ariel Bloom. Yes. If you want to follow her on Instagram, yes. check her out. Um, super motivational and inspirational, but she uh, was saying like, well, what's the worst case scenario if you dive into something? And I was thinking about it. I'm like, what is the worst case scenario if we both dive into that, like leap fully into ballistic? And I'm like, literally the worst case scenario is after a month or two, we're like, ah, oh, damn, like we're not growing like we wanted or we expected. And Derek or I have to get a part-time job like both of us have a ton of fitness certifications we can go to a gym and get a part-time job and so I was like that still would be like four out like four to six hours a week like we would have so much more time with ballistics still like that's still a pretty good situation to be in and so I think you, when I said that like you knew you were thinking it too but you didn't want to admit it. I don't know if it's just like you felt like you were like giving up or I don't know. I didn't feel like I was giving up. I felt that 
I needed to just basically quit being a bitch and just keep doing it because that's what the plan was initially. Yeah. And like I knew that it had the the earning potential there was incredible. But like you said, I was so unhappy and hated it so much that it became to the point where it wasn't worth it. Because in the beginning, I didn't hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I started to hate it as we got busier and then I couldn't get anything done. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly. Um, but yeah, like we we prayed about it for a week a long time well we've been praying for two years but like we really prayed about that specifically for a few days and both of us were like no like this is the move like we both felt it in our hearts we knew that this is what was meant to be and the day we like decided that we were going to take that leap we gained like i want to say like 10 more clients and like a very short amount of time. Yeah. It was incredibly fast. Yeah. Like it, it was just like, wow, I know we just made the right decision. Yeah. And anybody listening might hear 10 clients and be like, they might be thinking of these giant fitness platforms that are like $19 yeah. a month. And it's like, that's nothing. But our price point is much higher. It's a much higher touch point service. 10 clients for us is a substantial amount of revenue compared to, the typical like nineteen ninety nine or twenty nine ninety nine service. Yeah, and the other thing is we were consistently making the exact, not the exact, right around the same amount of money from February twenty twenty to January of twenty twenty one. Yeah, right? maybe, maybe December. December, okay, but like the right around yeah the exact it, it was money. it was floating so 10 clients like we would we would go three months it was like plus like or minus a thousand dollars every month not even plus or minus five hundred dollars every month yeah. sometimes on a good month maybe a thousand dollars extra but it was kind of we would go through spurts where we would gain like three clients but then we would end up having three clients like retire from working with us they felt like they were in a good spot so it was always just kind of continuous yeah, it was so. a steady churn that didn't really allow us. Like, we had a very high churn rate. Mm -hmm. so I shouldn't even say it was high. But we had a steady churn of just enough clients that it wasn't. we weren't able to get over that hump. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and so, like Ash said, we prayed a lot about that specific decision uh, for a week or two weeks, whatever it was. And we really, really felt like God was calling us to do this, to take the leap, to lean into him, and to just go for it. Because like Ash said, worst case scenario, we go back to having normal jobs. Uh, mm. But I wasn't willing, Ash wasn't willing, you know, to get five years down the line, 10 years down the line and say, damn, like we really should have just tried that. What's the worst that could have happened? Because mm -hmm. uh, I'm not willing to live with that. I've never done anything to where I'd, I've never done anything that was the safe route and then just completely neglected all of my passions and pursuits. I've always taken opportunities that seem outrageous to people and just chase those dreams and those passions versus saying, no, that doesn't make any sense. You know, really when we were going to move to St. Thomas for me, the second time you, the first, that was the only time we ever really looked at it and said, okay, this doesn't, this isn't really viable financially. Yeah. But besides that, we've always been willing to just go. Mm -hmm. uh, and so this was along those same lines. We just said like, fuck it, we're doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, and once we made that decision, I think I put in my two weeks the very next day yeah. or maybe two days later. And uh, then you put yours in, what, a week later? Like the following week. The following the week. Monday. And uh, from there, it was kind of like, wow, like we're we're doing this. And 
that was the first time I didn't tell my parents <laughs> immediately when I quit a job because I've quit a lot of jobs. Uh, <laughs> but I've always talked it over with my dad first, primarily, or just given them a heads up like, hey, guys, like I quit Orange Theory, but I have X, Y and Z already lined up. Yeah. Uh, and I was super nervous to tell my parents. I got really, really nervous. And it was because we were talking earlier about folks not necessarily being in the corner. Now, my parents support us no matter what. Through everything, they've always supported me. But in my mind, I felt they always looked at Ballistic as a side project, like a side hustle. That was just something we were doing because we were passionate about it. Uh, and that was fun for us to to do on the side. And so to me, that always hurt in some ways. And I think I always held on to that. And so when we made the leap and said, okay, we're doing this thing, all I could think in my head of how is how that conversation was going to go and what my dad and my mom were going to say to me in regards to stability and benefits and you know everything else that's associated with having a normal nine to five or being part of a corporate company. Uh, and so that conversation I had with them on the phone, uh, I got really emotional and like, I don't know if they know, but I was crying and trying to hide it because ballistic isn't a side project. Like clearly now we're on it full time, but <laughs> like we are more than capable of having immense success with this. And I was really emotional because I want everybody to understand that. You know, I, especially everyone who is closest to me in my life, my parents included, uh, I want them to understand that, yeah, we're anxious and we're scared, but we are fucking doing it because mm -hmm. we know that we can, and we've already proven to ourselves that we can just through the success we've had in Q1 of this year, mm -hmm. not to mention all the work we've invested in it prior. And so of course, after the conversation, it went really well. My parents were super supportive, uh, and maybe they freaked out after I got off the phone. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but they de they definitely have our backs. They always have. Uh, it's just a matter of I think it took that drastic of of news of hey guys, uh, you know we're no longer working full time anywhere. We've quit our jobs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. By the way, we're also getting married in two months, and uh, <laughs> and we want to have a kid soon. <laughs> you know, like that's a lot of information, and it's the timing of it for a lot of people. They'd be like, oh, that that wasn't a smart move, right? Well, fuck that. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not worried about it being a smart move. I know this is what God's calling us to do. And I feel confident in him and in, in our faith and in the journey. And I also know, like, we're going to be successful. Like, we, I don't care if the timing seems off to some people, because typically the decisions that are m the most drastic and the most rash, at least in my experience, have led to the best outcomes. Mm -hmm. And that put me on paths that I could have never imagined. And so that's kind of my whole breakdown of, going from making the decision to putting in the two weeks to having those difficult conversations. Yeah, absolutely. What was your experience like through those two weeks or through that, that time where we made that decision and then, and to where we're at now? I honestly think I'm still like, it's just very surreal to me. Like I, I called my dad. I told him right away. Uh, he was so pumped for us. He knew it was coming soon. Uh, and then same thing with my mom. She was really excited and same thing with my sister. I don't know. Like it just, but I think internally, I just, I keep saying to you, I'm like, imagine our life next week. Like there's going to be no difference between a Wednesday and a Saturday. Like it's just, 
and we get to work from anywhere. We can go to a coffee shop and work there. We can drive to Tennessee, work from there. Like it's, we already told Coda, like we're never, we never have to leave him for work. <laughs> like he can be with us 24 um, seven. I think all that said too, though, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's also that, that paints a really awesome picture, right? Like, and we're both super pumped to have that lifestyle. But I think anyone listening as well, like the work is increasing. Oh, like, yeah. If anything, we're now working. We're going to have to work more. Yeah. You know, we were working both. But that excites me. Right. We were both working full-time jobs and working on ballistics. So maybe in total, we were each working, like you said, 60, 70-ish hours, yeah. depending on the week. Uh, that's not going to change. It's just now we're going to have 60 hours dedicated to just ballistics. Yeah. And, and I can't believe it. Yeah. And so it allows us to, number one, be way more happy and fulfilled uh, because no offense to power, I love everybody there, but selling windows, siding, and roofing uh, doesn't provide much fulfillment. <laughs> and so it provides a nice paycheck, but not nice for any fulfillment. And so to now be able to invest all of our time and energy into it, it's just, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm curious to, this is kind of backtracking, but just like big picture, what would be your, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess like th- like biggest win out of the last two years like what wh- how did how what is why is it good that it took us a year and a half instead of three months does that make sense yeah it just took you a little bit to get there yeah how, yeah. <laughs> how would I have worded that better I would like what were some of the things we learned over those two years and like why why are why is it good that it took us this long yeah or just like why is it is it good to have patience or, or something yeah. along those lines? Right. I, I know what you're saying. I think everybody listening can follow along too. We were talking about this today on the walk. Um, number one, I think just understanding that that patience is critical to any business that you're developing. Like you have and any process period, you have to be patient because the process lasts a hell of a lot longer than the prize or the destination. And so, just understanding that you need to be patient. There's going to be more obstacles, more setbacks. There'll still be some victories in there as well, but it's going to take longer than you expect, uh, especially if you're like us and you don't believe in posting half-naked photos of yourself and shots mm-hmm. of your ass everywhere you go uh, just to get likes and clicks and, and all of those things, right? To actually attract the people you want to work with uh, and do it in a more professional way, that takes a lot of time. And... In terms of things that I think were really beneficial during that year and a half to two years, uh, number one, we had to learn a lot on our own. So we had to do a lot of research and learn how things work, learn how to create Facebook ads and run them effectively, learn how to create well-polished, professional-looking content, learning how to set up a podcast and and have a hosting platform and construct the back end of the website and just... All of these different aspects of the business, including like the finance side of things, right? Like the quarterly taxes. And we're, we're learning all of that now that if we had just jumped into it and paid somebody to do most of that and kind of accelerate the process, we wouldn't have learned all of that. We wouldn't know every aspect of the business. Um, so I think that's probably my biggest win is we learned everything along the way. So you and I both know how things are functioning, at least... The majority of things. Yeah. yeah. What's yours? Um, Mine's more like personal level, like not s- so much 
business oriented, but I'd say just that like it made me lean into my faith 10 times more than I have my entire life. I think just because it was so challenging 99% of the time, uh, it really like that there were times when we were like, can we do this? Like, because the, it was straining our relationship. Like we should do an entire podcast on that and just be open and honest. We should have a mediator there for that. Yeah, probably. We can ask <laughs> Danielle to be the mediator. Maybe even a third party arbitrator. Cause it could, it could get bad. <laughs> but yeah, like that, that's the only time when we were like, is this worth it? Because neither of us wanted to admit it, but it we it was very difficult the second we started ballistic. Like we kept blaming it on other things, but it wasn't. It was because we were trying to grow a business together. Yeah, and I th- that's kind of something too that I think is interesting. Like in Pittsburgh before ballistic was a thing, I don't want to sound like we had it all, but our life was really, really good. And it was, it was really, so really easy. easy. It was yeah. so easy. Our life in Pittsburgh was a joke. Yeah. And like we both had jobs that we loved. We both had just, we had a, friends. Yeah. There. I was going to say we had we, a good group of people we around us with our family. We knew the city really well. Yeah. We were within driving distance of family. We could go to the lake house anytime we wanted. And yeah. it was just such an easy life. And, and in terms of our personal relationship, we were in a, such a good place. You know, we were on our way to getting engaged. Yeah. We were, we were still you like, me with Goda. yeah, we just got a dog. Like, <laughs> there was just so many good things and we enjoyed it so much. But as great as all that sounds, when we did decide to pursue ballistic and things got really challenging, we've learned more about ourselves and about each other and had to learn to communicate significantly more and in different ways in order to make it work. So even though at times it's a huge strain, it's made our relationship significantly stronger. Yeah. I knew I was going to cry. Here we go. <laughs> Ashley's tearing up, everybody. Can she keep her voice on point is the question. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I completely agree. And it's just crazy to look back on and like have those times when we're like, is this worth it? And the, both of us knew like <laughs> it would have had to take something huge for us to give up. Like neither of us deep down that we were not going to give up. I would have had to win the Powerball. Yeah. <laughs> no, we literally would have like we would have had to been like ballistic or we break up. Like I think that is the only thing that would have That's true. made us stop. Yeah. And but it that it just it's taught us so much with patience communication which i'm still learning on um well and even now we were talking about this in the beginning like we're still figuring those things out we haven't perfected it by any means oh yeah and we're trying new shit that i think if normal people hear it they're like that's weird you know like us scheduling a meeting every week to talk about just business and then us scheduling a meeting every week to talk about just our relationship like the feelings meeting as we're calling it and us scheduling a date night it's like well why do you guys have to schedule that shit because we have so much going on and it's mm-hmm. so easy to get lost in the process of your to-do list and the business and X, Y, and Z that you have to get done on that day and the deadlines. And for anyone that's not in this type of role in this entrepreneurial venture, it you know when people hear that we do this, I think they just imagine this awesome cushy lifestyle and you know we really don't work that often. And it's like, no, 
listen here, Sally. Like, <laughs> we work more than you can possibly imagine to make this a reality. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's just... And we love it, but it's it's hard. It's, yeah. dra- it's draining. Yeah, and so it's... It's just hard to... Uh, there's no balance between life and business. Yeah, like we, I said, we have to integrate it. Yeah. There is no balance for us. Work-life balance for us is bullshit. It's yeah. work-life integration for us yeah. because we truly love what we're doing with Ballistic. And the only way for us to continue to allow it to grow and to push it forward and make it successful is to integrate it into our lives mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to find a balance between the two because there just never will be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, along the way, we've learned a hell of a lot about ourselves and about our relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just been it's been an incredible journey thus far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. any, uh, any final thoughts on the, on the whole thing? Like maybe, maybe we should talk about where we're, are we trying to take it anywhere specific? Do we have anything like on the horizon that we've been playing with or imagining or trying to construct? I think a few things we are going to look into doing more like in-house ballistic challenges for like, so just providing more to our members. We're going to get better at doing our, uh, monthly Zoom meetings, just education. So providing more for our current ballistic members and future ballistic members. And then uh, y- you have something big that probably won't be happening this year with a mentor. Oh, oh, I see where you're going. Yeah. I was looking at her very confused, but yes. Yes. like So again, and again, just like looking to help more people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just it's a a venture that him and I have really been interested in for a while and we've just both kind of had a crazy whirlwind of a life the last year and haven't been able to make it happen yet. Uh but it's something that not only not only will it fulfill that side of of this for me just in terms of what I'm truly passionate about within the realm of fitness, uh but it will also help the business and help us mm-hmm. and expose, you know, get Something our name out to more. Something very unique. I've never seen anyone do it. Yeah. And it, yeah, I only know of one other, uh, product like it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say product cause that makes it sound like a physical thing, but one other offering. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we're really excited for that. And I think too, just continuing to refine the fitness offerings that we have, uh, you know, through all this time and all the programming that I've done, not only with ballistic, but just over the last 10 years, I'm starting to see some common themes and some similarities and some, some of the need that's out there. Uh, and you know, who knows in the future, we might not have as many offerings as we do now in terms of various fitness programs, because we're finding that there are ways to train that benefit the majority of people, uh, and really are ways that we believe everybody should be training. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so that it's, it's just always going to be evolving. You know, there's nothing that's going to be static and, uh, We've even talked about some really cool ideas like creating welcome kits to send a, to send a new mm-hmm. members in terms of just some of the basics that'll make you feel like you're integrated into the family. Um, yeah. So we've got all kinds of stuff like on our, our wish list, so to speak. And now that we have additional time to invest into it, those, some of those things will start to become realities in the, in the near future here. Yeah. I'm so excited. Awesome. Well, uh, I think last thing I want to do is just thank everybody who's listening, anybody who's followed us on any of our platforms, anybody who has referred us, shared our content. Um, you know, guys, we still have a hell of a long way to go. We're by no means wealthy just because we're doing this full time now. Uh, the business still needs to grow. We still need to continue to provide folks with 
valuable, not only content, but services and programs and, and really help change people's lives. And so number one, I just want to thank you for supporting us thus far because we couldn't do it without you. And two, I just ask that you continue to be, you know, loyal to ballistic, a part of the ballistic family who continues to get the name out there, share the content, spread the word and, uh, and really help us reach more people and change more lives through this whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying not to cry again, but I was just going to say like from the bottom of our hearts, like we couldn't, we couldn't do it without you guys. Yeah. So, uh, I guess like usual, we'll just wrap things up here, guys. We really, really, really appreciate you listening. We are so fucking excited to mm-hmm. now bring this to you full time uh, and really just watch this brand and this family and this group of people grow and evolve and uh, all the incredible things that are going to come along with that. So we will see you guys next week. Uh, have an amazing week and we love you so much. Bye, y'all. Holy shit. Talk about some exciting news. Guys, we are so freaking pumped to be on Ballistic full-time, to be able to invest even more time, energy, and effort into bringing you value and helping you move the needle in regards to your health, your fitness, and your nutrition. All that said, we cannot express how much we appreciate you. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, we cannot thank you enough. We could not do this without you. If you like what you hear, please head over to iTunes, leave a five-star review, leave a comment on there as well. Share this episode across Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast at and get the word out there. That's how we reach more people and change more lives and just gain recognition through this platform. As always, if you're not following across all of our different platforms, get on Instagram, get on Facebook, TikTok, look us up, just search Ballistic Performance. We will pop up there. You'll see our smiling faces as well as Coda's and reach out, communicate with us. If you have questions, comments, concerns, you want to see something particular on an episode, you want to see some kind of piece of content uh, on a carousel slide post or a video, let us know. Our goal is to provide as much value to you as possible and help you on your fitness journey, as well as your nutrition and your overall health. Uh, So guys, as always, we love you. We hope that you'll be tuning in next week and we'll see you then.